Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We have not mentioned the New York Knicks once tonight, and now's the time to do it. Joining me on the fan, JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel. He's a host and senior NBA betting analyst from VSIN. John, how's it going, brother? Uh, it's going well. It's going well. It's been a good day of NBA action. Looking forward to the nightcap between the Clippers and the, the Raptors. So it's going well, man. Yeah, I got to get some NBA hoops on. Honestly, I was in here watching St. John's beat Providence, and then I was uh, watching UConn a little bit. Now I'm on MLB Network. But, um, man, the Knicks. This is New York City. Everybody's excited about the Knicks. I'm listening to the fan this morning, and as everybody's upset about the Mets, they're pivoting to at least we have the Knicks. The Knicks are back. So what do you think about the Knicks' odds, the Knicks' chances of actually making it to the Eastern Conference Finals? Because in my estimation – that's the step they have to take this year. Yeah, and I think it's legitimate, right? When you look at what they've done since they've gotten OG Ananobi, it's been incredible. They've won and covered all five of the games that they've had with OG Ananobi in the lineup. The returns statistically are incredible. They've outscored opponents by 33 points every 100 possessions. OG Ananobi on the floor, limiting opponents to well under a point per possession uh, in those minutes. It's been absolutely incredible. So, you know, the degree to which they have won over these last five games, because you've got, like, Portland in there and whatnot, Chicago – uh, that'll probably calm down. But I think right now, I think it's fair to say that they are solidly, you know, the fourth best team with some upper mobility in the Eastern Conference. And I do think there is some value in some of their odds, right? Specifically when you look at the grand scheme of things, Miami, for example, is rated ahead of them right now. Uh, they're 11-1 to in the East. New York Knicks are 14-1. to I do think that the Knicks have a better opportunity in winning the Eastern Conference than a team like the Miami Heat does. So I think there is some upper mobility here for New York in the East. And I think there is a, it's a rightful to be excited about what New York has done, especially after the trade deadline with Ananobi. It's been incredible. Yeah, I'm checking the NBA scores. I see uh, Boston was able to beat the Timberwolves 127-120 in overtime. I think it's the Celtics that are going to stand in the way. And, uh, you know, Chris Stapps, Porzingis, a former New York Knick. And, you know, when I first saw the Celtics team this year, I'm like, who allowed this? Who allowed this team to be put together? Who constructed this monstrosity? They're a beast. Uh, what do you think about the Celtics' chances? Do you think that they're going to stand in the way of the New York Knicks this season? Yeah, it's hard to pick against Boston, but I'll say this. And, you know, it's actually I was on the NBA League Pass uh, backstream call for that Timberwolves-Celtics game tonight, and we talked about this at length, which is, you know, for Boston, one of the things that bothers me overall, if you've watched them over the last few years where they failed, is in crutch time on offense, right? You know, when the game had come down to the last five minutes and five or fewer minutes left to go, you know, their clutch rating has been pretty poor. Their net rating has been bad each the last couple of years. Their offense has really fallen off in clutch time. And I just wonder, right, with the additions of Christoph Zerzingis and Drew Holiday, has that really changed? Has Boston really fixed those issues in crunch time? And so it, it seems like it's splitting hairs, but really that is what you're doing with teams that are this good. And I think with Boston, that's my real question. And maybe that's good enough to get them to the Eastern Conference Finals and on to the NBA Finals. And maybe it's one of these teams in the Western Conference that eventually exposes some of those weaknesses. But for Boston, I really want to see how they operate in clutch time. Because today, again, against Minnesota, they got pretty lucky with some really bad fouls and poor defensive play from the Timberwolves. But again, 
it just revolved into like or devolved into isolation play and really just relying on talent and contested looks to go down. And I just don't know in the big picture if that really gets you. So I think Boston solidly in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's where you start to split those hairs, though, and wonder if the issues that have plagued in the last few years really start to pop up again. Starting right now is the Toronto Raptors versus the L.A. Clippers game. And I'm on FanDuel. And I, I, I hate when I go on FanDuel and they have these, like, suggested same-game parlay bets. I will absolutely never put .09 cents in one of those. But it caught my attention because it's a manual quickly to have six assists, R.J. Barrett to record six rebounds. And as you know, with the OG and Anobi trade, yep. Knicks fans are missing their boys a little bit. Not too much anymore with the success of uh, OG and Anobi being plus 111 in his first five games and undefeated. But what do you think the addition of IQ and RJ do to the Raptors this year and beyond? Uh, I, I mean, I think they look like they belong there very quickly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so one of the things that I've been doing with the Raptors since the trade is uh, this team's been an over machine. They've played five games. They've gone over their team total in all five games. Uh, four of the five games have gone over themselves. And those two have been really positive additions for that team offensively. Not only do they increase their efficiency on that end of the floor, both half court and in transition, but they've sped them up quite a bit. And so they're starting to run a little bit. And you guys know, you know, quickly's awesome in transition if he wants to be. I think Barrett plays a lot better when that game is going to, of course, up and down the floor. And Toronto is more than willing to play that kind of basketball. And I think both of them really fit next to Scotty Barnes. So I, I think they've got two legitimate pieces to start to build around Scotty Barnes with. And I think there's a chance that maybe Emmanuel quickly emerges as the better of the two pieces. But I think overall, it was one of those rare trades where both teams kind of come out the better. I think the Raptors got two young pieces to potentially put around Scotty Barnes to get better as the season and the years go along. And for New York, they got at least one more piece to add to the mix. And then hopefully there's, as you guys well know, right, a Donovan Mitchell on the way to really push you over the top in the next few years to make you an Eastern Conference contender. Maybe. We'll get to Donovan Mitchell in a second. But did you see uh, Darko Milicic? Last night after the game, going in on the referees, I loved it because I'm always talking about how bogus the officiating is in the NFL, the NBA, and even the NHL. Yeah, no, I like it. It's, it's first off, it's good coaching, right? It just shows your guys that you got their back. Yep. Uh, that you're willing to kind of stick your neck out for them to accrue any fines or whatever it is uh, to speak to something that you guys truly believe in. And you know, I think one of the things that was lost about it too is. You know, he was obviously pissed off about the free throw differential in the fourth quarter, but he even mentioned it. It sounds like it's just been something that's been gnawing at him all year long. That, <laughs> yeah. that the Raptors feel, right? Like that this has been happening all year long, and they finally exploded uh, last night when he saw those discrepancies. So I know the last two-minute report came out. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, the two fouls that were going that were incorrect actually were supposed to go in favor of the Lakers. So I'm sure Darko felt really great <laughs> hearing that. But I really liked it. I think you like it when a coach does that because your guys got to feel pretty good about it. Yeah, so you mentioned Donovan Mitchell. Man, Dono broke my heart opening night in Brooklyn. I'm a measly Brooklyn Nets fan, and the uh, Nets are in Paris. They're about to face the Cleveland Cavaliers at 2 p.m., and the Cleveland Cavaliers are a three-point favorite against the Brooklyn Nets. I expect the Cleveland Cavaliers to, you know, probably put up, I don't know how many points, just beat the Nets. The Nets, I just, I have no faith in them. Uh, What are you expecting out of Donovan Mitchell and the Cleveland Cavaliers with this overseas game? 
Yeah, and they've been doing a really good job despite all of these injuries kind of staying afloat, right? That's been the most impressive part about it. Right. They haven't suffered consecutive losses uh, since about uh, right before midway through uh, December where they lost three straight to Orlando and then two consecutive games to Boston. Like, that, that was a great stretch that this team has been on despite missing so many pieces. I've been really impressed with what Cleveland's been able to do, and I think it is fair to go in there and expect that they're going to be able to take care of business against Brooklyn. Brooklyn's been sliding in a really big way. They've only got four wins since December 8th. They're not even covering numbers. They've been absolutely abysmal. Uh, their defense has been really, really bad. And I think you're starting to probably see the writing on the wall here, Brooklyn. And I think they're probably going to start selling off. You know, you have uh, so many 3 and D pieces that are going to be attractive to any of these teams at the trade deadline. You know, whether it is going to be uh, right Dorian Finney-Smith, or maybe you go as deep as selling off Mikael Bridges, seeing what you're going to get with them. But I, th- I think the sale starting soon with Brooklyn. And at the very least, guys like Dorian Finney-Smith should be on their way. And this team – is probably going to tank pretty hard here sure. and hit a really low, yeah, a really big low. Sure, uh, Royce O'Neal, Spencer Dinwiddie, yep. whoever, whoever, honestly, it's it's a mess. Uh, but, you know, it's not a mess on the other side of town. I've been saying uh, it's the Knicks time if there ever was a time. When's the next time that they lose, right? Is it going to be tomorrow against the Mavericks? I think if, if they beat the Mavericks, they're going to beat the Grizzlies. They're going to beat the Magic in the Garden. <clears throat> Excuse me, they're going to beat the Rockets. They're going to beat the Wizards. And then they have the matchup with their, you know, old pals, RJ and IQ and the Raptors, like the, the, if the Nets, or excuse me, if the Knicks beat the Mavericks tomorrow night, Luka and Kyrie, I think they're going on a ridiculous run here, a ridiculous win streak that might not end until they face the Nuggets. Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty fair. You're looking at it, right? They're what? They're 11 4 at home so far this season. So they're taking care of business. You know, the road games against Dallas, specifically that one is probably the one you're circling to slip up if you're going to. I'll say the NBA is weird, though, right? We watched Dallas just the other night uh, with everything in their favor. The Grizzlies just lost John Morant. You think they're heartbroken. They go out there, have a big game, and end up beating Dallas. So, uh, you know, it's kind of a weird league. But I would say on paper, if you're looking at their schedule going forward, it is hard to slot a loss in for New York until after, what, January 23rd, because that's a road game against Brooklyn. And after that, it gets a little bit tougher. But uh, it's going to be hard to see. If they can get past Dallas, they should be blemish-free for the most part until you get to Brooklyn. I jokingly used to call uh, Dallas the Dallas Mavnicks because they got Jason yeah. Kidd, they had KP, uh, they have Frank over there, uh, they had Hardaway over there. They they just they just had a bunch of former Knicks. I'm looking at FanDuel. The Knicks are minus four. They're favored to go out there and win. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and they should be. They and they're they're going to be. You know, the market does a lot of stuff with these uh, these uh, I call them market power ratings, right? You know, as a team, you continue to operate at a really high level, so your power rating is going to go up and up and up. And they're probably near the high of their market power rating at this point right now, so they might start to fail to cover some numbers, but they're still going to be really, really good. And I think they're going to be a good regular season team, and I think they're going to get that fourth team in the Eastern Conference. They're built for it at the very least. Awesome. John, you're the man. Thanks for the insight. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, thanks for the time. We really appreciate it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.